WHAS. Good. Sunday morning, Bob Sekuller, Louisville Real Estate Show with you for the next half hour. Kind of delving into the uh, the real estate world. By the way, you can now see some of our questions and answers from the studio. Hello, everybody on our camera. Go to um, LouisvilleHomesTV.com. That will take you to the location for all of our videos that we put together. And uh, you can see if you want, if you'd like to. We'll do some more with it down the road. In the studio with me, Kevin Disler. He is one of the head honchos over at Pitt and Frank Attorneys at 895-9900. Good, Good Sunday morning, Bob. Good Sunday. We wished you uh, last month you were on a cruise. You, you well, still have your tan, too. I, I understand that you announced that to everyone. So, you know, I've got a couple rooms that are now cleared out. But thank you for that. I really appreciate it. <laughs> also here, Randy Rocky. Randy is uh, one of the head honchos over at Swan Financial at 645-0736. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, Randy. And my son, Greg. Is back by popular demand. Also, one of the honchos over at the Sekular Medley team. How popular is he? But uh, <laughs> good Sunday morning. Good <laughs> Sunday morning, and you can reach Greg. By the way, Greg at WeSellLouisville dot com, and you can reach me anytime on my cell phone three seven six five four eight three. All right, we've got some serious stuff to start off with. Let's go right to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekular, Louisville Real Estate Show News Radio eight forty WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Cynthia. Yeah. I'm shopping for a home, but want to know if there are any sex offenders in the neighborhood. How can I do that? Hmm. Well, you can't ask an agent, really, to do that. That really is something a little above and beyond, Kevin. I believe so, but I thought there was some type of a database. There is a database, and I think it's available online. Yeah. Yes. So, um, Cynthia, the short answer on this is go to the Internet. Yes, I'm not sure. We were looking it up the other day just to see around to see what was going down and for personal purposes, not for a client, but you can Google uh, just public sex offender registration. I think there's different ones for different municipalities across the city and state. And yeah, we've had a few people get out of contracts uh, just because of that. Actually, they find out that the particular area, and again, it's a public database, I assume. Mm-hmm. Um, and with small children, you just can't take the chance. So, like I said, I, I know that there's a resource out there. Yeah, and know what you're looking at because they, you know, there's a lot of, you know, obviously this is sort, you know, subject that you got to be careful to touch on. But there are sex offenders scan the gamut, so of course, you know, it, it can kill a deal. But um, just do your due diligence, and there's plenty of information out there in the database that you can find out to make your decision. I am uh, on my my laptop right now that I have in the studio, and um, there are a number of sites. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a free site, so if they don't don't pay for any yeah, of the sites no. out there, there's a free database. But you know, just like everything else, there's probably duplicate sites where you, they'll have you pay. Well, and according them. to this, it's a city site. It's city-data.com, and then there's a you can do anyway. I, I again, Greg's right. Do not pay for anything. There's plenty of stuff out there. We can do some research for you, and Cynthia will, if you want, uh, send me an email, Bob at WeSellLouisville.com, and anybody else. Um, in the head, I guess in the subject line, just put sex offenders, and we'll get you some information on where to go. Uh, it is a concern, especially um, if you're buying a home. You want to make sure it's in a safe area. Uh, someone told me a couple of um, weeks ago that uh, we would be shocked if we looked everything up to see how many sex offenders that there were throughout all cities, all municipalities, mm-hmm. which is uh, it's a it's a terrible thing. To the phones we go again. Good morning, Bob Sekuller, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Tyler. Yeah. I'm selling my home and received an offer that is an FHA mortgage. 
I've heard bad things about them. Are this, is this true? Okay, so this is not such an unusual question, Randy. We've had a couple of these in the past couple of months. There's a um, there's a stigma surrounding FHA mortgages. Can you either verify or put that to to rest that it's not? It, it, it's not. You know, it used to be a lot tougher, Bob, back in the. I guess the early 2000s. When you say tougher, what are you talking about? Uh, as far as they would, uh, if there was something wrong with the window, they would make you redo it. Uh, they were really, really stringent on actually allowing a house to be FHA approved. So if the railing was not going up the stairs uh, 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 the way they like it, they'd make you redo it. There would be all kinds of different uh, details and things that need to be done. It was really out of control. And now that's not the case. FHA, we close several loans on FHA, and very rarely do we have issues. I mean, I'm talking one out of 200 loans that we really we have to have a cancel the contract with. where because it's an FHA type loan scenario. So no, I would not be concerned about it at all to answer his question. Okay, but yes, it, yes, definitely in the past it used to be that used way. to be the way. So it's it's no longer an, a problem. That is correct. Okay, Greg had uh, found during this past question. Uh, UN, why don't you read the uh, site? Yeah, this so that, is, this uh, is uh, there's a couple of, like we said, there's a couple of ad sites where they're going to charge you and have you put in your email address. Don't go there. There's a Kentucky state registration. It's kspsor.state.ky.us. Um, and then there's a government one as well. It's NS. Send us an email. Just because yeah. we'll, it's going to we'll be very confusing. You, but, yeah. but that's regarding the sex offenders. state and, yeah. sites that we have. If you want to read about our reviews on Zillow, and we've got a lot of reviews, and I'm thrilled and thankful for them, you go to louisvillezillow.com, louisvillezillow.com, and you'll take a look and see what people are saying about us. Back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sinkholder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Good morning. Yeah. With all the rain and ice in recent weeks, my neighbor's tree limb came down on my fence and damaged it. Who's responsible for paying for it? My neighbor says he's not going to pay for it. Kev, mm. we turn to you as the attorney on uh, hand here. I think we, we've, ha- we, we've answered we, this we a couple had times. Questions, yeah. Different iteration. Yeah, yeah my, my recollection is that the, the courts in Kentucky have recently changed. It's been going back a couple of years. And my recollection was that if the tree is in your yard, meaning the trunk of the tree, the roots are in your yard, a branch extends to your neighbor's yards in an urban area, and you've been kind of notified that there's some problems with the tree, you or, or, or primarily your homeowner's insurance is, is on the hook for it. But the, but there's a – What if you weren't notified? We're, we're, yeah, a lot of ifs and buts here. A lot of ifs and buts. Oh, okay. okay. You have to I have guess. a tree law expert. But uh, <laughs> I recall the case you're talking about urban versus rural. Now, you know, what does that mean? If you go out far enough yeah. in J-Town, is yeah. that urban? Is that rural? Yeah. But it, it's um, basically it's an issue between most – the times you're going to have two homeowners insurance policies determining who has to pay for the damage. So my suggestion to the young lady that was calling, turn it into her homeowners insurance company. They've got some really fine attorneys that work for them. So <laughs> it may not be her neighbor paying for it, but she ultimately will or her homeowners insurance will. You know, one of the things I used to tell people, because it seems like this is a moving target, is if you see a tree that you think is in danger of falling on your property or a limb that is hanging over your property. Kevin, is it still safe to say send your neighbor a registered letter with a copy that you keep and send it to your insurance company saying, I am worried about this tree, that it may be coming over or dying or could fall on my house or a limb, and I'm asking you to remove it or take down the limb? 
Well, and that's what Randy was talking about, putting the neighbor on notice, notice. To notice yeah. that there is a dangerous condition that exists, and they're supposed to take care of it, and if they don't, they're on the hook for it. Unfortunately, that also may ruin the relationship with the neighbor. <laughs> that becomes a, a problem as yeah. well. Do you go there for that? Well, but if you're a good neighbor, ho- well, hopefully that you'll address the situation and act prudently. Okay, act prudently. Prudently. <laughs> Let's go back to the phones. Good morning. Bob Segula, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Stacy. Yeah. I'm about to put my home on the market, and the wood floors have been scratched by our dogs. Oh. How much money will I lose because of the scratches when I sell my home? Mm-hmm. So it's tough to tell how many uh, a dollar a, to, a put dollar a, to put a dollar figure. But here, here's the rule of thumb. Here's what I would go by. And I think a lot of us have who love dogs. Um, we've got scratches in our floors. Guilty. Uh, and I will tell you, you know, it's 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 scary, um, quite frankly, to uh, think about uh, buying a home that has a lot of scratches on the floor. A lot of buyers are going to go, oh, my gosh, I don't want that. I don't want to see the scratches. So sellers, listen here. This is a really good opportunity. Use me as the the guinea pig or the um, the poster boy in this. In the White House Blossom home that we're getting ready to put on the market, mm-hmm. uh, our floors, we had, um, what, Greg? We had our bulldogs, bulldogs, retrievers, boxers, yeah. pit bulls. We, yeah, had we, had a, we had a lot of dogs that, that we had. And, right. it, and it smells great. Well, yeah, However, there's there, just some scratches. There, there were some scratches. So, so humane so, society there. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. yeah. Well, we are, not, we, not well, all at once, mind you. This is over a period okay. of yeah. 18 years living there. Okay, so, okay. So Three and I, I wasn't going to put the house on the market in the condition the floors were because I, I know new carpeting, paint, uh, fresh floors. So I found the name and I'm not going to give the guy's name out on the radio though. I've had an interview with him um, before, and if you're looking for some guy, he he just somebody to do the floors. I he just did the floors at White Blossom. Did you see him since I've they did seen, them? I've seen it in, in progress. progress. I have not seen the you're not going to believe. But but what they did for a minimal amount of money. I was just yeah. overwhelmed. But here's my point in saying this. And that is that we've talked about what the cost is. It's not much. But in the buyer's mind, they're going to take make it five or ten times what it they really brand, is. They'll look brand new. And but they don't know that it's exactly. only going to be X amount of dollars, which may be 1000 or 2000 or 3000 to redo the floors. They're going to think ten, fifteen thousand bucks 15000 to redo do the floors. And I'm thinking to, this, is, this is the time to at least get quotes so you know. And if you don't want to do it, at least get a quote, and then if the buyer comes in and says, listen, I don't like the floors, you can say, listen, we'll get them done with a, an acceptable offer, and you know already what it's going to cost you ahead of time. So that's the way to handle it, Stace. The, the, this, the problem is we can't tell you without being there, but and you can call me and I'll come over and help you but uh, and look at it, but the problem is it's always worse in a buyer's mind than it really is, and they will take that as a deduction against what they offer you on the home. And that's why you want to try to put the best foot forward when you go to sell your home. If by chance you are thinking about selling your home and you want to hear what sellers are saying about us, head to LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. And if you're a buyer, you want to see what talking buyers are talking about us, you can head to LouisvilleBuyersTalk.com. We're going to take a break in the studios with me, Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, 645-0736. Also, Kevin Disler, Pitt & Frank Attorneys at 895-9900. My son, Greg, also here, Greg, at com, And, of course, you can reach me anytime, day or night, 
Just pick up a phone and call 376-5483. We'll take a break. Come back with more of your phone calls in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. Need a home loan or refinancing? You need to talk to Randy Rocky at Swan Financial. Why have they become so popular? Because of our programs, our service, and our competitive rates. And now listen to this new program from Swan Financial. Yes, we have a 1% down program that also you will get 2% grant money from the investor. Call Randy Rocky today at 866-766-1920. Swan Financial, NMLS 2473 and 26362. Equal housing opportunity. Call for additional cost information, other restrictions may apply. Pitt and Frank has long served your real estate closing needs throughout the Louisville and Southern Indiana area, including our newest location in Oldham County across from the Southeast Christian Church in Crestwood. But did you know that Pitt and Frank can assist you with your estate planning and long-term care needs? Don't leave your loved ones the burden of being unprepared. There are solutions available to protect assets and income as well as plan for your long-term care. Call us today at Pitt and Frank. 502-895-9900. That's 502-895-9900. In the real estate market, sellers and buyers have great expectations. And as a real estate agent, you take pride in fulfilling them. But some things are beyond your control. So what can you do? Choose Home Warranty of America's 13-month plans. HWA plans cover the home buyer against any breakdowns or repairs, keeping you and your clients safe from any covered claims. We offer comprehensive plans with competitive pricing, and our dedicated team will work with you every step of the way. To learn more, contact HWA today. When homes are selling fast, who can ensure you'll get the most money for yours? I'm Barbara Corcoran, and I've managed agents who have sold homes for thousands of dollars over list price. The key is to hire the agent with a smart, aggressive marketing plan. In Louisville, no agent sells more homes than Bob Sokolar. His marketing attracts over 1,000 buyers month after month and allows him to put an immediate cash offer on your home and offer flexible fees. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and get top dollar for your home. Thank you, Barbara Corcoran, and uh, we're spending some time together with Barbara and uh, shooting some new commercials, so you'll see those coming up in the next um, couple of months or so. By the way, if you're thinking about selling your home, we'd really do a heck of a job. I'm, even, I'm obviously a little prejudiced, but I think we really do a great job. We have a free no-obligation booklet that has hundreds of useful tips, and if you want a copy, there's no obligation, no cost. Send me an email, bob at com. That's bob at com and put selling tips in the subject line. Have you guys here in the studio and folks at home and or in your cars on the way to church or wherever you might be going, have you ever watched the flipping shows on TV? Yes. Yeah? Can't get enough. One specific one. Which one do you like the best? Fixer Upper. Fixer Upper. Chip and Joanne. Yeah, but they're oh, retiring. I know. Yeah. There's a new one. I my wife's going to kill me. Oh, Casey's going to say. Yeah, that. there's a new one. Like You'll see. They're they're taking over basically for Chip oh, really? on HGTV. It's, okay. uh, it's not the Nashville one. It's another small okay. town couple. Oklahoma, maybe. And Randy, Kevin, have you watched? Uh, by the way, in the studios, I should say, Kevin Disler, Pitt and Frank Attorneys at 859-9900. Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, 645-0736. And my son, Greg. So how about, this is interesting, 10 things no one tells you about when it comes to flipping a home. Wow. All right? I think this is rather interesting. Before you buy, pay for a professional inspection. 
So if you're not in the construction business, it's easy to miss some major defects of a property, from a faulty foundation to an antiquated electrical wiring. wiring. Uh, Avoid expensive headaches by getting a professional inspection before you buy a property. Of course, when you're in a hot market like we are right now, you may not have time to buy the, get an inspection before you buy, and you may want to take it anyway, so just keep that as a thought. Also, you need to get a building permit with savvy cable flippers like Craig. Uh, flippers can renovate a home themselves. Failing to go and get the proper paperwork through the proper channels may lead to steep fines, lawsuits, and other complications that can kill a sale when you go to sell. Is that correct, Kevin? That is certainly correct. Yep. For example... Banks, mortgage companies often hesitate to make loans on remodeled homes that don't abide by local codes. And what if you are knowledgeable enough to change out the electrical box but don't pull a permit? That could be problematic mm-hmm. when an inspector comes through. Mm-hmm. Obtaining a building permit ensures peace of mind throughout the house flipping process. Also, know the neighborhood. Not all fixer-uppers are bound by for a success, and local uh, location is major when it comes to determining the place that you're going to buy the home. So always think about the intended buyers when choosing the neighborhood to flip your home. Hire a real estate agent. Again, uh, this is coming from a real estate agent. Take it with a grain of salt. But whether you're buying or selling, hiring a professional real estate agent often helps you get a better deal. And that's even according to Zillow. I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of Zillow, but, yeah, they, they're even quoting it because agents know how much to negotiate, and they have extensive knowledge of the market and conditions and comparable sales. And then don't expect to profit, at least on your first or second flip. Despite what you see on reality TV, house flippers aren't guaranteed a profit. In fact, according to Time Magazine, 12% of investors took a loss or barely broke even. And if you go into a house flipping as a business, expect to have a few less than stellar sales alongside your profitable ones. In fact, if you look at the flipping shows, the ones where they do the flips, at the end... See if it ever says whether they sold it and or for how much of a profit it was. Well, and all those people, as you, as you see, they have uh, strict cash minimums when they select who they're going to be on that show. So you think that, you know, the millennial couple that has $250,000 budget with another $100,000, $200,000 in cash to renovate, yeah. well, where do they come from? I don't, I, I don't know any of that. I don't know so. anybody. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's going on. Speaking they're of, on TV. Speaking of having money, don't over-improve your house when re- renovating a home. You may be tempted to add trendy details, high-end touches. Resist the urge. According to usnews.com, successful house flippers don't over-improve their properties. The more you spend on elaborate renovations, the higher you'll have to price the house in order to make a profit. So it pays to stick with essentials, get really good deals, repair the basics, and then sell. Also, know when to call a professional. Enthusiastic flippers can get in over their heads during the renovation process while replacing carpeting, uh, painting the walls. And let's face it, if you overdo it, you could make more of a mess than you want. Remember I talked about the wood floors that we're redoing at my house at the White Blossom? Well, I've seen people who have tried to do that themselves, and the machine gets away from them. Have you seen this, Kev? And instead of a nice, even floor, it becomes wavy. And then they put stain, and it doesn't look good. And so just know, you need to know when to call a professional. Also, have a plan B. It's a fixer-upper nightmare. The real estate market in your area takes a turn for the worse. Be prepared to do a rental, in fact. Don't overlook landscaping. It's so important outside, and it's the first thing people see. And then don't quit your day job. Don't quit what you're doing. (laughs) to get into the flipping business until you got a firm business and you got it underhand. Some of the tips. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hey, Bob. 
this is Jennifer. Yeah. I bought my home 10 years ago, and I think I'm going to live there at least another three years. Yep. My mortgage interest rate is 6.25%. Is it worthwhile for me to refinance now? So, Randy, that seems like a no-brainer. This is a, a, uh, Yes, because what I could do is put her in a no-closing-cost loan. Yeah. So, and three years usually turns into five. So, uh, uh, yeah, even if she stays three, it, it won't cost her anything. So we can get Kevin to do the title work and and, and six point two five percent. That's still well above. Oh, way above it. Where yes. we are right now, we can again have a higher interest rate for her and give her enough credit to cover the, the the title charges. Got it. All right. And just so you know, I mean this this is a big time. If you're not refi, if you've got a higher interest rate, I'm not sure why you would still. But rates are only going to go up in the next year. So you want to try to jump on that if this is a problem right now. Especially, I have a client who just uh, contacted me a couple of weeks ago. And she's been in the home, I think, since, well, at least nine years. And she's paying PMI with private mortgage insurance because when she bought it, she didn't have 20% down. So now we're exploring, looking at, seeing if she uh, has enough equity to be able to get rid of the PMI and then do a refine and, and reduce her payments substantially. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekuller, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Good morning. Hi, Bob. This is uh, Richard. Yeah. Um, getting ready to sell our house here. I was just wondering, in addition to commission, what are some of the other expenses that I might uh, incur from closing costs? Okay, so good question. So the in addition to a commission, if you're buying a home, well, if you're selling a home, you'll you'll pay commission. You'll pay uh, any repairs that are requested by the buyer that you agree to. Kevin, closing costs, what are we looking at on closing costs? Oh, here in Jefferson County, it's about $200 for a deed prep, then about 250 to $300 on what's called a settlement disbursement fee, transfer tax. Dollar uh, per thousand, dollar Dollar per thousand here. Right. And, uh, you know, some miscellaneous recording fees usually to release an old mortgage, perhaps a wire fee to wire off and pay off your old mortgage. But but usually you're in pretty much two to two fifty yep. plus whatever the transfer tax, which would be based on the purchase price of the house. So that's on the seller side. On the buyer side, you're just simply you've got Renny the uh, closing costs, which uh, can amount uh, to three four thousand and appraisal and home inspection with us. But again, a lot of companies sincerely are underwriting fees and sometimes origination fees, which we do not charge. But it would that would be what you're looking at. All right. So it, what it comes down to, Richard, if you're interested, regardless of whether you're a buyer or a seller, there are ways to make this go easy and have enjoyed the, the process. And it's moving on to a goal, a dream. Then that's what we're here for. So if you want to give us a call, we're more than happy. The first to help. step, make make the phone call. A lot of people are just scared. They want to ask questions, but yeah. you got to talk to the professionals directly to calm your yes, fears. that is correct. You can call uh, us at uh, 376-5483. By the way, if you want to get a question on the radio, make a note of this telephone number. It's, of course, 502-252-1890. That's 252-1890. Or go to asklouisville.com. That's asklouisville.com. I think we've got time for maybe one more phone call. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840-WHASLO. This is Minnie. Yeah. I have a question. Okay. What do people do when um, they found the home that they want, but they haven't sold the home that they live in? Um, what options do people have? Yeah, this is a really good question, especially now. First, if you have equity in your home, we can do what used to be called a bridge loan, Randy. 
don't do a lot of bridge loans anymore, but you can uh, use a home equity line of credit on your home you're currently in and use it for a down payment on the other home if you can have two mortgages at one time and you're okay with that. Yep. And then to prevent having to double move, I mean, this is this is really key because a lot of people do not want to move twice. Mm-hmm. So the first thing you need to do is have your phone, your home ready to go. Second thing you need to do is work with a realtor who can get you out and show you what's out that the problem is. Once you're out there with the realtor, what's going to happen, Greg? Well, with the inventory right now, you're gonna you're gonna lose over and again if you've got contingent yeah. uh, contracts and you don't have the money down. You can, that's why the reality right well, now. Let's spell that out though. So you're the you're looking you're going to sell your house. You're getting ready to put on the market. You go out with an agent. Let's say you go out with Greg, yep. and you go see some homes, and then you love one. You and can put a contingent off it, which means it's contingent on the sale of the house that you currently own. And the problem is they someone else can come in and basically yeah. buy the house out from underneath. A lot of times there'll be you. a first right of refusal, right. 24, 48 hours. And with as hot as this market's in, even if you have a contingent offer that's accepted, if you're not ready to move, if you're not ready to act and, and show financing within the 24 to 48 Somebody's going to come in under you if they're still showing that property, and they're going to right. make a better offer. And they're legally allowed to show that property. So that's one of the things. Now, one of the things you could do, and this is actually a really good thought here and a suggestion, is you put your house on the market and you sell it. And if you don't want to have to put the stuff in storage and then pull it back out again, pods, and there's a couple of different companies, can deliver to your home. Uh, then you load those pods, they're taken away, you stay in extended housing or even an apartment for uh, a couple of two, three months at most, but that takes the pressure off of you finding something that you really want, and you can find that, and then you're able to go ahead forward and purchase. Do you see house. that happening more now that the I think market's so, so I think, tight? Well, I think it really depends on the absorption buyer. Rate. I think, yeah, because of the absorption rate, yeah, I think it is important that you explore that at least. That's an option. Yeah. Well, the biggest thing we're finding now is we have sellers calling us up to get out of a contract. It used to be the other way around. Because they don't want to leave their house. We had one just last week. For whatever reason, right before they closed on their new house, something happened with it. So now the fear is we're going to be stuck homeless. And you said, we'll go find an apartment. I didn't realize, but it's very hard to find any rental properties now. For temporary, yeah. Temporary. Really? So, so yeah. Oh, so wow. you, you're in a situation, you're concerned all of, all of a sudden that you're going to be homeless. Yeah. So it's really got an issue. It's a tight inventory you all have been talking about that really precludes a lot of the options that people used to do. Like you said, if you put a contingency, odds are you're not going to get the house. If you go ahead and sign a deal to close, and again, if your deal falls through, the buyer of your house is going to want you out. So it's being, becoming a big problem. So uh, here is a thought. Just uh, hear us out here because this is a, a interesting predicament. If you're in the one hundred to three hundred fifty thousand dollar price range, um, finding that next house could be more difficult. But if you're thinking about moving up and your next house is going to be above three fifty or four hundred thousand, there are a lot of homes that are sitting on the market now in the higher price range that have been on the market for a while. Because it's a slower absorption rate. It is a buyer's market in those. So now, not later, now is the perfect time to possibly look at these more expensive homes that you could probably get for a lot better price than you might think. Get a great deal. Build some equity. And at the same time, you've been able to put your house on the market and know that there's a lot of inventory out there, but just in a different price point. 
it the higher price point. If you can afford to do it, that is the way to, to go. It'll take a pressure off you, and it opens up a whole new world when you start looking a little bit higher in price range. Now, I guess it, it's not going to work for everybody, but it does work for a lot of people. We are out of time. My thanks to Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, 645-0736, Kevin Disler, Pitt & Frank Attorneys, 895-9900, and my son, Greg, for being here as well. You can reach me anytime, day or night. I try to answer my phone all the time at area code 502-376-5483. Or you can send me an email to bob at com. Remember, we've got the Buddy Walk coming up, the Best Buddies Friendship Walk, April 14th. We'd love to see or hear from you or join our team. Send me an email, bob at com, and we'll send you some information. Just put Best Buddies friendship walk in the subject line hope you had a good uh, half hour spending it with us you can always reach me to get your question on the air as well call me anytime we are out of time i hope you have a great week see you next week right here on news radio 840 whas